Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1158, air date December 31st, 2022. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year's Eve. And uh, this is going to be the last, probably the last video on the medical series or the systems biology series to be more specific of what we're going to be doing for 2023. And I wanted to end this uh, year with a very, very important uh, herb that I've talked about many, many years ago called turmeric, T-U-R-M-E-R-I-C. And we're going to look at turmeric in the context of lung congestion, lung congestion. Uh, it's a series that we've been doing. And let me just go back to let everyone know what that series has been. And that series is part of the lung congestion series, which um, we started about uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we've been going over various herbs as a part of the lung congestion series. Let me just bring that up. Okay. So the, here's a lung congestion series for all of you uh, on Instagram, Twitter, etc. Now, the lung congestion series is really going to go over uh, herbs and things that have a profound effect on helping alleviate uh, what's going on in the lungs. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And um, turmeric is a, a very, very ancient herb uh, that's been around for many, many years. So we're going to dive right into it, and we're going to talk about it. I will be playing a couple of video educational videos throughout this to help people understand various uh, concepts. Um, First, oops, let me start from the beginning. Sorry about that. Sometimes this happens. Let me go right to the beginning and start from scratch. Okay, so here we go. Uh, so in the lung congestion series, we're going to start with turmeric. And let's go here. There we go. All right. So on turmeric, we're going to be beginning um, with some basic understanding. And before I play that and go into that, um, I want to do a quick review on system science. Many of you know that I have a deep, deep regard for a systems approach to everything. Uh, if you look on my Facebook post or on YouTube or Twitter, you'll see the common theme here is we need to take a systems approach. And a systems approach is important, particularly in today's world where you have left people attacking the right people, left grifters, left grifters, uh, right grifters, mainstream media. And it's very, very hard to figure out what's real anymore. Now, what's profound about a systems approach, it comes from the 1920s, which is really about taking a systems approach to understanding how the world works, that that systems approach gives us a perspective to not look from the left or from the right or from the pro or the anti, but really figure out what's actually real in a situation and then determine uh, what the real problem is and what the real solution is. So I'm going to play a quick video that'll give you my journey and why I think systems uh, science is so important um, to our future and particularly our children's future. And I'm going to just play this quick video that'll give you my journey to systems as we start. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. 
My journey to be Yeshiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste, untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program, and subsequently, at the age of 14, was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There, I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30th, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory, honoring my grandmother to develop your body, your system, a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food, supplements, and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state. And systems health, an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems, the science of everything, be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. All right, everyone. So let's just jump into the uh, science of turmeric and how it works. And you're going to learn a lot. And let's just go right into it. So, so uh, by the way, so that was a real uh, quick video to really give you a journey to systems. But the key thing is you will find out that are uh, the three aspects of freedom, which truth and health are very, very interrelated in system science. We call this transport, conversion and storage. 
Um, and if you take the course, which I recommend you do, go to truthfreedomhealth.com, you'll really understand these very important concepts, why freedom is important to truth, truth to health, and health to freedom and truth. Um, and you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com. The slogan there is get educated or be enslaved. It's a very powerful slogan, but it's really about you getting off your butts and learning the science of systems. Every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and at 8 p.m., I host a orientation uh, for all of Europe and that part of the world, East and West. So please join us. And you can go to vashiva.com slash orientation uh, where you can get an RSVP. Uh, if you want to know more about any of the other things that I'm currently involved in, go to vashiva.com, whether it's uh, what I'm working on in various projects, and I'll run through them. But let's get back to turmeric and lung congestion. That's what we want to talk about today, turmeric and lung congestion. And this is part of our Cytosol Open Science Institute project. Cytosol is a very powerful technology, and Cytosol contributes to the world by doing research, and we just give it away because we believe certain type of stuff should be made accessible to as many people as possible. So what we're going to talk about today in the concept of, concept of truth, freedom, and health, we're first going to go over the truth, the science, uh, or the system's biology of what occurs when you get lung congestion, and then how does turmeric really help you? What are the biological functions that it possesses, and what are the benefits, all right? And then we're going to take the freedom approach and really look how some of the science when it comes to indigenous medicines or food as medicine or nutritional stuff does not come out because of the uh, problem with big pharma and medical doctors who unfortunately do not receive any education or very little on nutrition. And then finally, we're going to dive deep into the health aspects of turmeric and lung congestion, the mechanisms of action, and the clinical evidence. All right, so let's just go right into it. First of all, uh, I want to speak about the science and the truth and the system's biology of lung congestion. So first of all, if you look at the lung, um, you will notice that the lung uh, has two different states, right? One state is, you know, when the lung is uh, clean and it's it's got normal airways, the muscles uh, are not thickened and the airway walls are thin. They're, they're essentially the lungs are clean, which is denoted by the top that you're seeing here. The other case is over here, you may see when you have lung congestion, there's mucus filled in there, the green mucus, um, as your uh, the green color that you're noticing there, the airways are widened, and the and the set and the wall is thickened as well as it's scarred. So two very different states. And how does this happen? Well, first of all, you have an excess amount of blood going to specific parts of the lung when you get congestion. And a common symptom of respiratory tract infections is the mucous membranes become very inflamed. So inflammation is a big part of lung congestion and you start producing hyper mucus or excessive mucus production, which blocks the different airways. I mean, you're supposed to produce a certain amount of mucus, but you start producing overproduction, what's called hyper mucus production. And obviously you end up with having difficulty breathing and that mucus or the excessive mucus becomes an ideal breeding ground for bacteria leading to secondary infection. So you can see um, sort of the physiological uh, process that occurs is that a lot of blood rushes in to the lungs, the mucous membranes become, you know, or the walls become thickened, mucus goes in. But the problem is that the uh, mucus there is also uh, becomes uh, a breeding ground for bacteria, right? So, but that's the process. What we're shortly gonna go through 
is when we go to the health process, I want to walk you through all the different molecular processes. You see, your body is really a very powerful uh, interacting set of chemical reactions, little chemical motors that are running. And there are four or five motors that are involved in lung congestion. So we're going to go down to the molecular level because it's important to understand that because when you're starting to take foods or vitamins, or even if you do exercise or your thoughts, they ultimately generate chemicals, you know, compounds. And these compounds interact with these molecular pathways. And when they interact with those molecular pathways, they can have a positive effect or a negative effect, right? So that's what we need to see. Your body is composed of these molecular mechanisms. And as a systems biologist, that's what I spend a lot of my time doing, really trying to understand these mechanisms of action, all right? So let's go back. So now that you understand sort of at a very high level what occurs, um, I want you to really recognize that turmeric um, is a pretty well-researched herb. And we, we integrate at the Cytosolve Open Science Institute all of the research that's out there. So just to give you an idea, over the last 145 years, there's been over 5,918 uh, 5, research articles written on turmeric in the past 145 years. So turmeric's been very well researched uh, for a long, long time, right? So 5,918 articles and over 200, uh, sorry, not over, but 212 clin clinical trials. Clinical trials are where they actually take something, you know, drug companies do this, some of the vitamin companies do this, but they really take a group of people, those, uh, a group of people who have no illness, a group of people who have an illness, and they test um, an input, a product with them, and they uh, want to see how they react to it, right? So people with lung congestion, no lung congestion, or people who have lung congestion, you separate them at, at, out into two groups. One people get turmeric, and one people don't, or another group doesn't. So there's been quite a bit of research done on turmeric. All right. Now, what do we, how do we, uh, what do we do at Cytosolve is we're able to look at all that research that's done on turmeric, but then we, we, then we make it specific to lung and then lung congestion. And out of that, we extract all those existing research. And then we look at the mechanisms of action relative to the compounds in turmeric. If we can find them, then we can share with you what we have. And, then, and that's what we're gonna be sharing with you today. Now, all of this is made possible because we have a very powerful technology called Cytosolve. And I'll play a quick video on Cytosolve but Cytosolv has been very gracious to support the Cytosolv Open Science Project, which is really about science by the people for the people. And what I want to recognize here is if you look at what's going on in the world right now, um, any scientific research right now is typically dominated by a few major institutions. A lot of money is involved, a lot of corruption gets involved, um, and people can guide and own research in many, many ways. And what we wanna do is recognize that there's a lot of research going on, let's say on turmeric all over the world in small institutions. And sometimes what happens is the big guys control the scientific uh, discourse. This happened recently with Alzheimer's for 16 years. Some guys had written research that was bogus research. And frankly, they made up uh, Western blot images and everyone followed that. So we wanna uh, recognize that um, if we can look at all the research and aggregate it and connect the dots, we get a at least a fair shot of seeing what's going on versus just relying on one group at Harvard or MIT or Yale. 
or something like that. And unfortunately, that's what does happen. You have a lot of monopoly in science today. So what Cytosol is able to do is we're able to take all of this research, aggregate it together, and bring it in um, at a certain point. And if you go to vashiva.com and you scroll down on the website, you'll see the Open Science Institute, Cytosol Open Science Institute project. And if you go there, um, you can support it. And we have various projects going on on osteoarthritis, but we have the current one going on lung, which I'm gonna share with you. Before I proceed, I think it'd be really valuable for all of you to get really an understanding of what is Cytosol. Some of you may already know, but let me just play this video for you. That'll give you a, a deeper understanding of what is Cytosol and what is this technology that uh, we have at our access to use for the Cytosol Open Science Institute. So let me play what is Cytosol here. Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosol to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time? I was born a low-caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. As a child, I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods, healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, technologist, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. As a 14-year-old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. As I traverse academia over the next three decades, I observe self-serving academics, never solving real problems, writing grant after grant, competing for tenure while diminishing real science and real scientists, pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method. Like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant, but the parts, they delivered a dismembered view of reality. I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism, wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes, killing animals, and using the poor as guinea pigs for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practice this reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green, and Big New Age, with gurus and yogis, empowered by Hollywood celebrities, selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003, when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000, as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one-size-fits-all medicine was a failure. We we realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works, to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created Science. Cytosol. Cytosol is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosol is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosol computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic combinations 
concentrations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity. For example, we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation. But how much should we combine? Current methods are hand-waving at best. Here, with Cytosol, we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar. Next, we add just 5 micromolars of curcumin. The inflammation drops to 0.05. Next, we use 5 micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of 3 micromolars of curcumin and 2 micromolars of resveratrol, inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03. Far lower, nearly 200% less than just one compound alone. That's the synergy principle of system science. We've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science. They think we'll simply keep buying their marketing, their celebrities and their products that can never truly heal us. We don't need them. Great things come when we integrate the best of things. It's our time. It's time we've delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom and health. It's time for Cytosol. Welcome. All right, so let me uh, go into the details here now of turmeric and what it actually does. I uh, am not in our normal studio today because New Year's is coming up, so I'm doing this out of home, so it's a little bit um, not as easy. But one of the things you want to recognize is part of Cytosol is we're really committed and dedicated to support indigenous medicines. Indigenous medicines of all cultures have a lot of very powerful combinations. The problem is the existing academic science really doesn't have time to look at this, nor are they that interested because of the pharma model. So with Cytosol, we can actually start understanding and revealing uh, if these medicines work and why. The other piece is Cytosol helps eliminate animal testing. So those of you who, are, who love your animals um, and there's way too much or unnecessary. In fact, the reality is even the NIH says 90% of the NIH animal experiments don't need to be done. Um, they're not really that valuable. So Cytosol is dedicated to eliminate that. The other piece is if you actually look at the entire efforts that took place in pushing vaccines for everyone, you realize this was happening because it, existing pharmaceutical model of drug development, which starts with a compound, then they, they have to do test tube testing in vitro, then they do killing animals, and they go to phase one, phase two, phase three. This entire process for compounds, um, new, discovering new compounds was costing pharma companies you know, upwards of $5 billion taking them 13 years. So they spent a lot of money in R&D and they weren't getting new discoveries. This is why they needed vaccines. As I've shared before, Pfizer was going down the tubes in terms of their revenue and they really, really needed vaccines to make it out of that downward spiral that they were doing. So the big elephant in the room is that entire drug development process that pharma uses is basically medieval and it wasn't working. So they, they spend more and more money on R&D less and less new products that they were discovering. And you can see Pfizer's revenue by way of example, went from 65 billion down to around 40. They lost 25 billion. Um, and just in the last year, 21, they doubled their revenue. And in 2022, uh, they went from 80 billion to 100 billion. So, uh, and that's directly because of this very, very uh, medieval model of drug development. And also the entire academic world, it's like the blind men, if the elephant represented some disease like lung congestion or, or heart disease or whatever it is, the individual people work together as blind men trying to find the problem and they cannot see the whole. And if they did work together, they'd get something that looks nothing like the elephant, okay? And the final piece we need to understand, there's an incestuousness in science because 
the same guys who sit at the NIH review boards are the same people who run the department heads of the big academic institutions, the same people who are the journal editors and the same people work, uh, work on scientific advisory boards. So it's a very small clique. And this is why we don't see major advances coming out because you have a very small set of people doing innovation. All right, and those of you who want to support the Site Itself Open Science Project, you can go right to vashiva.com. You can contribute. And by the way, when you contribute, we don't like taking anything for nothing. When you contribute, you get gifts. If you contribute 100 or more, you get 15 different gifts, books, and a whole set of teachings and a platform. So you can become a Truth, Freedom, and Health warrior, or you can become a supporter, or you can just become a member. You don't have to contribute anything, but you still get a lot of gifts. So if you look at lung congestion, you'll notice that there's a physical manifestation as we've talked about. But how does this occur? So what I want to talk about now is using the Cytosol methodology, we want to now really start talking about, oh, by the way, I don't think uh, for our people in the other world, let me just, they didn't see this, but what I was sharing was, is that um, when you really look at the big pharma model, you know, they spend a lot of money, they're losing money, they take this very reductionist blind man type approach. And also you have a lot of collusion in science. And just to repeat, between the big government guys, the big academia, the big publishing, big pharma, and the same people are at all those posts. And this is why we need to support the Cytosolve Open Science Project. And you guys can support it, contribute whatever you want. Um, and when you contribute, you get lots and lots of different gifts. So take advantage of those, at whatever level you want to support. All right. So when we look at lung congestion, um, what is actually going on? So what I want to talk about is what happens um, at the molecular level. So at the physical level, you know, your lungs are blocked, you get mucus and you're coughing or you have difficulty breathing, but what's happening at the molecular systems level, okay? So let's go into that, what's happening at that level? And it's important to understand that because now we can, the problem with the whole vitamin and all these herbalists and all the, whether it's Indian uh, guys telling you what to take or Chinese people telling you what to take or the Chinese herbalists or, is that if you ask them, well, why am I taking this? How does this work? They just, you know, either they can't directly tell you or they do a lot of hand-waving. But if we go down to the molecular systems level, this is where Western medicine or Western biology has made really good gains because they can understand at a deep level what's happening at the chemical reaction level. So we can merge East and West. So if we look at the molecular systems level, what do we find, okay? What is going on when we actually get lung congestion? So if we can understand that, then we can start figuring out how different foods or compounds work. So let's go down to that molecular systems level, okay? So here's lung congestion. Now what happens? It turns out there are five different molecular pathways, which means molecular reactions or biological systems, biological things that are involved when you get lung congestion. First is arachidonic acid metabolism. So arachidonic acid is a chemical and in your that your body uh, uses, makes, and when this metabolism um, goes off kilter, right, um, and you overproduce something we'll talk about very shortly, a chemical, that is involved in lung congestion. Another is your body has cytokines uh, and the production through the MAPK pathway, which is one of these, there's various ways cytokines are produced, but when they're produced via MAPK, that produces another set of chemicals, which also, you know, enable lung congestion. And then you have cytokine production via another pathway, NF-kappa-beta. That also produces a whole bunch of 
chemicals that do not uh, are not good for lung congestion or uh, exacerbate lung congestion. And then you have hypermucus production. That's called the mucin production pathway. So these four pathways are involved in uh, exacerbating lung congestion. If you can have smooth muscle relaxation, you can alleviate, you can, you know, you can breathe. And that's a different set of pathways. So net of it is in the arachidonic uh, acid metabolism pathway, if in order, if you, a lot of PGE2, prostaglandin 2 gets created, this chemical right here. And when this gets created, that's not a good thing because, um, and you want to lower that. Okay. So that's one of the strategies, but that's not sufficient. We got to take a five tier approach. There are two other chemicals called IL-1 and IL-1, IL-8. These are two cytokines that are produced uh, in the lungs uh, via MAPK, and you want to lower those. You also have cytokine production. We have NF-kappa-beta pathway that produces IL-6 and IL-8. These ILs are known as interleukins, IL, that's where it comes from, and they are actually involved in um, lung congestion. Mucin-5 is what's produced during mucin production. So anyway, all the red arrows mean that strategically we want to lower these guys, but there is a chemical that we want to increase called MLCP. MLCP promotes smooth muscle relaxation, and that's important so you can breathe. So if you can look at strategically here, we're not just taking a single approach, a, a um, magic bullet. We want to put together foods and herbs or whatever you're doing. You want to see if you can strategically attack all those pathways. Because if you can do that, then you get then you get to alleviate lung congestion faster and sooner. Okay. So so we're taking a molecular systems approach. And again, you can apply this to politics. You can apply this to anything. If you just use a single magic bullet approach, the problem shows up elsewhere. You want to take a multi-dimensional, multi-systems approach. So that's what we're doing here. So that's what I mean by system science, all right? Um, and by the way, you may find products, pharmaceutical products or herbal products that say, oh, we lower mucus, but they're not doing other stuff, you say? You gotta hit all of these things to take a systems approach, all right? So that's sort of the strategy. Now, let's talk about what is actually in turmeric. What is turmeric? Well, turmeric has been a widely used food and medicinal plant. Um, for over 4,000 years in the Indian culture. Uh, and it's traditionally used for disorders of the skin, upper respiratory tract, joints and digestive system. Uh, it's derived from the root curcuma longa. Um, the, uh, there's something called GRAS, G-R-A-S, generally recognized as safe. It is um, in the category of GRAS, which means you can, it's not gonna hurt you, okay? Uh, and that's what the, even the FDA has ruled. And it's derived from the root of curcuma longa plant, curcuma longa. And it's a rhizome. It's not really off hanging off the roots or these things called rhizomes. Um, and it's also comes from the ginger family. And you know, it has this deep, rich, you know, saffron color. It's, it's a, a sort of very beautiful color. Now, what are the kinds of compounds in turmeric? Well, there are minerals, there are vitamins, there are essential oils, there are terpenes, and there are flavonoids. So five different types of compounds. So in our research, we have uh, identified those compounds, and I want to walk you through that. So what are the nutrients in turmeric? They're really 44 key molecules. Obviously, there could be many others, but these are the 44 key ones. So first of all, there are these 16 minerals. Look at all those minerals. Again, it's a rhizome. It's coming from the earth, a lot of roots. But you can see is tons of calcium per 100 grams, um, tons of phosphorus, uh, potassium, and so on. 
but it's got calcium, sodium, potassium, phosphorus, zinc, iron, copper, aluminum, arsenic, chromium, cobalt, lead, magnesium, manganese, mercury, and nickel. So 16 different minerals. All right. Next thing is um, turmeric also has these vitamins, 13 different vitamins from vitamin A to pretty much a whole range of B vitamins, B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, B7, B9, and B12. Uh, a lot of vitamin A, 24.5 milligrams per kilogram. And then it also has vitamin C, D, E, and vitamin K. Also has vitamin B12, okay? So 13 different vitamins. And then turmeric also has essential oil composition, the alpha-pinene, the limonene, the AR um, uh, turmeron, uh, and the beta-turmeron, okay? So it's got uh, a, a variety of alpha-turmeron. It really should be alpha-turmeron, beta-turmeron. Um, but you notice it has quite a bit of turmerones, 520, 582 milligrams of alpha and 524 of beta-turmerones per 100 uh, mil, uh, 100 grams. And then it's got terpenes. So curcumin, beta curcumin, alpha curcumin, and foranodine, okay? Um, four different important terpenoids. And then it also has these flavonoids as, uh, acids. Epicatechin, which is also appears in green tea. Uh, it's got rutin, genistine, quercetin, myrcetin, camphorol, and apigenin. Um, I'll come back to apigenin. It's one of the ingredients that we use in a formulation that we've created, we'll talk about called MB25, but it's got these seven different flavonoids. So what our research has uncovered is there are, of all of those 44 different, um, uh, in, you know, I, I'm sorry, let, let me just go back to this because I don't want to jump the gun here. If you go back and you look at this, there's also seven uh, phytochemicals. And those seven active compounds are the quercetin, the camphorol, the alpha tumorone, the beta tumorone, the alpha tumorone, uh, I'm sorry, the AR tumorone, the alpha tumorone, the limonene, and the curcumin one. All right. So when you look at it, there's really 44 major molecules in turmeric. Okay. 44 major molecules in turmeric. And I've just covered those. So what are the biological effects? Okay. What are the biological effects? Well, there's eight biological effects that turmeric can have beneficially. Okay. Um, so first of all, the eight biological effects, it's an antioxidant, right? Which means it's quote unquote, anti-aging, anti-inflammatory, anti-carcinogenic, anti-cancer, anti-mutagenic, anti-proliferative, cardioprotective, hepatoprotective and neuroprotective. Neuro means your mind, hepato means your liver, cardio means your heart, and anti-proliferative mean, and anti-mutagenic means uh, it stops mutations from taking place and the proliferation of cancer cells. So eight major biological effects that turmeric has. Another very, very important thing, and I wanna plug in my phone for the people on um, Instagram so they don't get blocked out there. All right. So the other important thing to understand is that separate from this, turmeric has very important benefits, health benefits, skin health, brain health, joint health, liver health, cardiovascular health, digestive health, wound care, immune health, reproductive health, and respiratory health. For the sake of today's discussion, we're focusing on the respiratory path, press, uh, aspect, right? But turmeric, when we go into studying it from a uh, traditional medicines perspective or systems perspective, it's really sort of a food. This is why 
in many cultures like the Indian culture, it's always included in all food. It's almost like over thousands of years, they learned, wow, this is like a, a wonder food. We should always include it, okay? Um, but the key thing is when you take it as a pill, as you talk about it, you're not getting that much availability if you just take turmeric. It's typically turmeric is combined with other things, fats or pepper or other herbs, right? To increase the bioavailability. But turmeric is a very powerful sort of, it's a, you know, all out food for pretty much, you, you know, you can use it in many, many different ways. And we'll, we'll go talk more about it. But we're today focused on the respiratory aspect of turmeric, all right? Um, one of the things I want to mention to you is that is turmeric right for you? You know, in this scientific analysis that we do, we want to make it very clear. We're not into one of these people. If you look at a lot of the YouTube videos, they're trying to convince turmeric is good for everything and everywhere. Just like people who smoke weed, they say cannabis cures everything, right? But you got to be careful. These are medicines. Food is medicine. To say that would be against the system's approach. To say that you'd get into the sort of the pro-turmeric and anti-turmeric camp. So one of the tools that I developed many years ago was a tool called Your Body, Your System. By the way, that's included in our Truth, Freedom, and Health program. All of you become Truth, Freedom, and Health warriors or you contribute to the Open Science Project, you will get that tool. But what is your body, your system? So your body, your system is a very powerful tool that I developed that can help you really figure out how a particular food or herb, is it right for you, okay? So, and you can go to yourbodyyoursystem.com. You can look at it. We do lectures on this every other Friday. But it really takes this concept of transport, conversion, and storage, which comes from engineering system science, and emerges with the Vatha Pitha Kapha model, which comes from Ayurveda. And what we've done is we've created this triangle here, transport, conversion, storage. And what we can do is, oops, let me um, go back to this. This happens once in a while. Go back to my thing here. Um, what we've done here is that with your body, your system, you can literally figure out what kind of system you are. You answer about 10 or 20, 30 questions, and the red dot will be your system in that triangular map. It's everyone's red dot will be in a different location. You can answer another set of questions, which will figure out where your body is today, which is a black dot. Most of us are not on the red dot because different things we're doing. But if you're in balance, your red dot and your black dot will be together, which means black dot will be on top of the red dot. And you can then figure out how different foods or supplements or exercises move the forces of transport, conversion, storage to bring you back to you. In fact, the tool will um, uh, support you in that education. You know, obviously this is not a medical tool. You should consult your doctor, but um, you can use this tool to really understand how foods and supplements and exercise affect you. So take advantage of it. So when we ran turmeric through your body, your system, you notice that turmeric is a very powerful ingredient. It doesn't increase transport or lower it or conversion or storage. It stabilizes all of them. This is why it's been uh, considered a wonder herb for so many thousands of years because it has a effect, a balancing effect on all these systems, the movement aspect of your body, the conversion aspect like digestion, as well as the storage aspects, okay? All right, good. So that's, again, we're taking this from an engineering approach, separate from the molecular approach. Now to, uh, and by the way, as I mentioned, all of you, please take advantage, become a truth, freedom and health warrior. When you do, you get your body, your system, you can go buy it separately, but I encourage you, you'll save money and it's included. And also when you uh, become a warrior, you get another, you know, 10 or 12 gifts. So take advantage of that. Now, what are the four issues to consider when you take turmeric? Well, if you're prone to get stomach upset, be aware, okay? If you're prone to nausea or dizziness or diarrhea, 
this is going to exacerbate it. Okay. So it doesn't mean it's bad, but it just means that all of us have different constitutions. Should just be aware of that. Okay. If you're undergoing nausea or diarrhea or dizziness or have an upset stomach, um, you know, uh, be careful how much you turmeric you take. All right. What I want to just share with you quickly is that before I go to the mechanics of turmeric works, because this will help you understand it. Um, several years ago, some of you may know at, at Cytosol, we've been helping the largest companies in the world who don't want to kill animals. They really want to figure out how things work, particularly a lot of the um, people who are working on natural products and supplements. Most of that world is filled with a lot of snake oil. But some people come to us and they say, wow, we really want to figure out, does this combination work without killing animals? With Cytosol, we are able to get a real directionality on that. About two years ago, after 15 years of helping many people, we, just, we had built so much um, intellectual property and understanding this. We said, why don't we see if we can figure out the right combination of herbs that can support pain and inflammation? And we were very, very fortunate. We ran trillions of mathematical computations um, and we were able to find a very cool product. Millions of people suffer every day from pain. Millions of people. And before I run that, the reason I want to share this with you is um, we uh, created this product. We never thought we'd create our own product, but everyone's been really sending us very strong testimonials how it works, but we also have the science of it. In fact, we just published a major scientific paper a couple of weeks ago, and we also got a U.S. patent on it. Very rare that many of these supplements actually do all that additional work in the science. But what I want to let everyone know is we offered this as a gift. Uh, to we, we did a big gift offer over the last week for Christmas. And a lot of people said, can, Dr. Shiva, can you extend it? So until next week, we're going to extend this offer for MV25. If you buy six bottles or more, you get six for free. So you can give it to a lot of friends. And typically people buy it and they keep buying more. And we're about to run out. So we want to let you know that you guys should take advantage of that. So let me play a little bit on MV25 while I go get a glass of water. Thank you. Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling, but most pain medications come with harsh side effects, and many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. Hi, I'm Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up so that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet. And they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids. And I'd start taking that MV25. After a bit, I was able to hold cards in my hand 
very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25. Hi, my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor, do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help. And I decided to try MV25. I didn't notice a difference immediately, but within a few days the pain went away and it stayed away. I've continued to take it and even when I do things that I shouldn't do, it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before. MV25 is certified clean, 100% non-GMO, made in America and GMP certified for good manufacturing practices. MV25 is Cytosolve optimized which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and use as directed. MV25. I just want to let everyone know as a special gift offering, because um, any of the things we do for our movement, Truth, Freedom and Health, really supports education. So and we want to support people as much as we can. So because of how many people have been using this, we wanted to uh, and, and the frequency of it, we wanted to make sure people get a chance to give it to other friends. So if you order six, you get six for free. So take advantage of that. So let me now go back. A lot of people are asking some very, very interesting questions on here about Hey, um, how does turmeric affect other systems? Okay, well, turmeric affects other systems in the following way. Um, first of all, turmeric affects many, many subsystems, as I talked about. Today, we're just going to talk about lung congestion, but I have done talks on other aspects of what turmeric is going to do, and that's a whole nother lecture. So I'd like to do that, or you can go look at my videos and you can get access to those. So let's go back to finishing up um, lung congestion right now. So by the way, go to vashiva.com and you can go to the shop and then you can find MV25 there. People are asking, where else can you get it? Now, the problem is now you understand the science of congestion issues, how the pathways, what's in turmeric. The problem very quickly is most of the pharmaceutical um, doctors or even the nutritional grifter experts, they constantly are saying, this is good, this is bad. Or most of the physicians um, can't even give you expert advice on nutrition. So you have on the one hand, the Western medical establishment, which really doesn't know um, how to give you nutritional advice. And then the Eastern sort of hocus pocus medical establishment, either it's good or bad. And that's a problem um, because it doesn't get to the heart of many of these things. These are medicine. They can be good sometimes and bad. As you see in these two posters, um, you never see a doctor saying, I spent a lot of years getting nutrition education. And nor, uh, in fact, 70% of doctors uh, receive no nutrition classes or less than 70% receive nutrition classes. And those who do experience only about 24 hours, all right? So that's a problem. And in fact, if you look at some of these quote unquote nutritional people, one day they'll say, eat this, one day they'll say, eat this, and another day, day they'll say, don't eat this, right? And over 50% of people today don't even know what to eat. That people have been saying that it's easier to do their taxes than to figure out what to eat. So let's go down to the health aspects. Now there are three molecular systems 
that turmeric affects, that is good for. And this is from the known science, all right? It helps break up mucus, okay? Um, if you notice in that chart, it has a stabilizing effect on mucus, which means it brings it back, it stabilizes it, stabilizes it. So it stops hypersecretion, which means you have over mucus production. It has an anti-asthma production where you can't breathe. And it has an anti-fibrosis effect where all the scarring that can take in your lung tissue to help stop that. So now let's look at it from the molecular level, as I promised. And this is where I wanted to go back. Again, there are these seven compounds out of all the research over the last 145 years that have actually been defined in turmeric to be of value. Quercetin, camphorol, AR tumoron, beta tumoron, alpha tumoron, curcumin-1, and limonene. So these are the seven compounds that from the known science that get changed that we know work. So limonene, why does it have an anti-asthma effect from turmeric? Well, first of all, there's this eosinophil activation promotes asthma. So when you get asthma, eosinophil activation takes place. This is a chemical that gets activated. That leads to asthma. Additionally, if you have excess production of these antibodies, interglobin, uh, you know, uh, um, IgG, IgE, and cytokines IL-5. So when you have these in your body, you're also going to get asthma, all right? Now, what limonene does, which is in turmeric, it actually ameliorates asthma by inhibiting this thing. So it blocks this activation through the A2A receptor, and it also inhibits these interglobulins and, uh, and the cytokine IL-5. So limonene through this receptor blocks this and this, and that helps have the anti-asthma effect. This is where you have trouble breathing, okay? That's number one. So limonene is what we have identified from our cytosol work. The other thing is curcumin. Curcumin, which is one of the molecules, look at how powerful it is, literally blocks TNF-alpha. Now TNF-alpha induces the hyper-responsiveness and the upregulation of these pro-inflammatory cytokines, all these cytokines, and that activates eosinophil activation which leads to asthma. So not only do you get the asthma, anti-asthma effect from limonene, but also from curcumin. Again, so you can start breathing, okay? It knocks down TNF-alpha, which also leads to asthma. Very powerful. And then you have the anti-mucus effect. So remember, there are three effects we're looking at. One is you want to be able to breathe, right? The anti-asthma effect is it, it, it blocks the eosinophil activation. But then the process that you also want to do is you want to lower mucus, the actual, you have hypermucus production. So how does that happen? So let's go look at that. Let's look at hypermucus production. So what's happening here is when you take the quercetin, which is an active ingredient in turmeric, guess what that does? That blocks TGF beta. Uh, I'm sorry, I wanted to go to the mucus production. Sorry, let's stay on quercetin. So the quercetin um, blocks the upregulation of PKC, which then drives the EGFR, which drives ERK, and that leads to the overexpression of the gene known as MUC5AC. So, and that is responsible for mucus secretion. So if you just had this normal pathway, so in the normal pathway, when you have lung congestion, PKC is driving EGFR, which is driving ERK, which is driving this gene, and this gene hypersecretes mucus in the airway globulate cells, globulate, uh, sorry, goblet cells. And what quercetin does, it blocks PKC right up there. So that's how you're able to reduce the mucus. So the limonene and the curcumin are letting you breathe 
the um, the quercetin is allowing you to um, literally uh, reduce the amount of mucus being produced. All right. So that's the second effect at the bio, at the molecular systems level. And that's and now let's wrap up with the last one. Um, and that's right here. So let's go here. So when you go to the last piece, um, quercetin, just like it helped PKC, it also downregulates or knocks down TGF beta. Because TGF beta is the one that induces fibrosis, which is a scarring of the epithelial mesenchymal cell, right? Which which leads to uh, scarring and, you know, and, and it's, not, it's not a good thing to have, okay? Um, and what happens is TGF beta in that disease condition upregulates AKT, the mTOR signaling, which promotes the overexpression of these pro-fibrotic factors, which lead to the scarring of fibrosis, IL-6, IL-8, uh, collagen-1 and collagen-3 and VEGF, okay? These things are not good and they lead to fibrosis. So, so when you take quercetin, it's blocking TGF um, uh, beta, okay? So now let me wrap up um, so everyone can get on with their New Year's, um, is how much should you take? Everyone says, hey, Dr. Shiva, how much should you take? So again, big disclaimer, go talk to your doctor. This is not a medical program. We have to say that. But let's look at what the science says. So when you aggregate the science, what do you get? Okay. When you look at the science, um, this is what we find. All right. We find that for lung congestion, really stopping breathing, Abity et al. This paper just came out in 2022, hot off the press, but 500 milligrams per day. Okay. If you're looking at other people are asking on the chat for what else can be used for, we're for osteoarthritis. Uh, Balcaro et al. in 2014 and um, has found about 500 milligrams of curcumin twice a day. And uh, I'm not going to pr pronounce the next guy's name. Starts with a KUP. Uh, 2014, again, 500 uh, curcumin four times a day. They found a higher dosage. And then curcumin dose for cardiovascular health, heart health is around 70 to 2,000 milligrams per day. Now, if you incorporate curcumin into your diet, which is turmeric, um, you know, you can get it on a long-term basis. You can obviously get the pills and there's various formulations that are out there that you can look into. And then finally, should you use organic or conventional? Well, I'm a big proponent of organic in this case. It's preferred because a lot of the conventional farming uses pesticides that are linked to lung, liver, kidney, thyroid toxicity, and are carcinogenic. Now, organic farming produces healthier plants free of those pesticides. And finally, look for the label clean certified or clean raw because we have created the certification out of the nonprofit agency where we created the original certification. So you'll see certain foods have or products have this certification it's a very powerful certification it's more uh, it's beyond organic beyond gmo but it really looks at the safety of the product is it minimally processed and is it bioavailable so in summary turmeric has several health benefits to your lung it reduces the mucus hypersecretion it prevents fibrosis in the lung tissue and it reduces asthma symptoms so you can breathe so there you go um and anyway to all of you this has been the turmeric and lung congestion uh, discussion as a part of the lung uh, health series. Uh, and it's brought to you by Truth, Freedom and Health and by the Cytosol Open Science Project. So again, I wanna wish everyone a happy year. Someone says, could, you, could a person just eat the root? Well, if you eat the root, typically again, you can take the root, smash it 
juice it and you can um, combine it with other juices. Um, a very good thing for gargling people do is you take hot water, you put in some turmeric uh, with some salt and you can gargle with it. Okay. But you can look, there's many, many ways to use turmeric. Um, if you're going to bed at night, you can take, if you, if you do dairy, you can boil some milk. And as the milk is about to start boiling over, you turn it off and then you put in a teaspoon of turmeric and you um, stir it. That's what I do because um, especially if I feel something coming on because the turmeric then becomes bioavailable because every turmeric or curcumin molecule gets covered uh, by a, a, a fatty, you know, by fat, which makes it absorbable. It literally becomes a nanoparticle. All right, everyone, I hope this was valuable. Again, if you've enjoyed this and you're on YouTube, you know, uh, subscribe to our channel. If you're on Facebook, share it with others and Twitter, wherever you are. But the most important thing is recognize that we take a systems approach. Today, we've shared with you some of the benefits of turmeric relative to lung congestion, but we've taken a systems approach to go down deep to understand why. But we also shared with you, be aware that this is a medicine. Um, you should not just take tons of it and saying, I'm, you know, if you have certain conditions going on in your body, you should be aware of uh, that it can, it's not like one size fits all. That's a um, main point here. Um, so be well, be the light, and uh, we'll continue the series. And all of you support the movement for truth, freedom, and health, which recognizes that we have to have freedom of speech and freedom against a fight against censorship because that allows us to do great science. And with great science, we find out what's right for our body's health. And with health, we have the wherewithal to fight for freedom and, and do great science. So it's all interconnected, you say? So, so health and freedom and uh, science are all interconnected. So I hope this was valuable. And all of you um, keep an eye out because as we go into 2023, we're gonna be doing more and more of these systems discussions and educating more and more people and become a truth, freedom, health warrior. Break from this left-wing, right-wing nonsense. Break from the pro and anti stuff because there's grifters on both sides which are just exploiting people, whether it be the farm, big pharma guys or the big vitamin guys. We have to become wise individuals and you have to become wise so you can become your own guru. So join the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and uh, support yourself ultimately so you can become a enlightened human being, a being that can offer a lot of value to other people. Be well and be the light. Thank you.